This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old son? Mm, All right, yeah. Doing it. Welcome. To the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first and only Facebook talk show. It's called THN Cover to Cover for Saturday, February. What's today? It's March. You Saturday, dingus? March 9th? Is it? March eighth, ninth, ninth, ninth. Yes, March 9th. Saturday, March 9th. Correct. I know exactly where we're at. Right. That's how it works. February. Every Saturday from eleven thirty to twelve thirty Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics and nerd related with you nerds live. You can call us at 402-819-4894 or click our Facebook call now button if yeah. you want to get in on the action. It's um You know what? I feel here's the thing. If they're watching the video, it's not there. Oh, you can't see it. <laughs> no, you got to Well, uh, you got to go to our page and hit call now. I mean, if you expand the video, you can't see it. I I think it's just not there, dude. No, mm. it's not on the video page. Oh my god. Whatever. It's not hard. We put the number in the in the chat the whole yeah, time. Yeah, sure. Right. You can also chat at us, and we will chat back at you. Yeah, we chat back. It's fun. We chat back. If you can't call in live, you can always leave a message at 402-819-4894. Anytime. Say you just walked out of Captain Marvel, and you have feelings. Call us. Yeah. Tell us we're, about no it. No spoilers this week. We're going to talk about it, but we're not going to have any spoilers. Matt hasn't seen it yet. I'm going tomorrow, okay? Uh, so, I, I just want people to know, I just want people to know that, like, if you suddenly get a thumbs up or a heart or a laughy face from Matt Bomb in the chat, it's not for me. It's me. Yeah, it's me. Matt does not show any emotion no, on this show. No, I don't like any of you guys. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not trying to make any new friends. I'm just. Okay? This is this is his this is his device. So I have I'm one logged friend into his account, and I could barely put up with him. Okay, I like. <laughs> I bend over backwards making excuses to not come over. You can also send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. We'll hear a couple of those in a bit. But before we get started on the show. Yes. Joe Patrick, hit him with a new question of the week, oh, please. Oh, Thomas, Thomas is hurt. Why is Thomas hurt? Because you said you didn't like anybody. So, you didn't like him. Uh, too bad, Thomas. Grow up, man. I, okay? We're not all here to make... Existence is pain, Thomas. <laughs> That's right. The world sucks, Thomas. Sorry. <laughs> you, saw, you know who's president, right? <laughs> uh, this week's question comes from Phil Lee via the THN forums. What up, nerds? What up, Phil? It's a new oh, year. He's not here. I'm sorry. God. He might be watching. We don't know. <laughs> It's a new year time for new beginnings and failed resolutions. Speak for yourself. I don't make them. Keeping in the spirit, I ask, what is your favorite comic book new beginning? Do you wish Marvel's heroes were born or do you want Marvel now, right now? Mm. Do you prefer Burns, Man of Steel to Bendis's or Snyder's? Did Dreadstar start to suck when it went from epic to first comics? No, I don't even know why he threw that in there. He's just, it's just a for instance. He's pushing my buttons is what he's doing. <laughs> Whether it was a continuity shift, a transfer of publisher, or introduction in a different medium, tell us your favorite fresh start. Fresh starts. Yeah. I love it. it. I love it. It's going to be great. Mm. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about. Like we said, there's a Captain Marvel movie out. We are not doing spoilers, but I would love to hear your initial feelings. I would love to talk about the trolling of Brie Larson for a little bit. I don't know if we want it. I don't feel like talking about that. It's stupid, and I don't want to talk about it. It is stupid, but I feel like it's just like at this point, it is so beyond stupid. That it's like, it becomes, 
other world reality like stupid where like remember that simpsons where homer uh pulled the gummy bear off the babysitter's pants and she was like he attacked me and then and the news like reenacted it and he was like hungry uh, you know yeah <laughs> and then they interviewed him and it like just zoomed in on his face They're like mr simpson mr simpson no and his face like got closer to the camera yeah so basically she said she pointed out that film reviewers are predominantly white dudes and yes. she wanted to make her you know, her press conferences more inclusive yes. and white people were like Oh, she hates white men and doesn't oh, want us to come to her movie. I see what's going on. <laughs> right. It's idiotic. It's officially the dumbest shit in the world. You're mad because you just want to be mad. Good morning, Kyle. Uh, Jared, the time you spend watching the video and typing that sentence is time you could be spending calling the phone line. It's true. My dude. It's true. Uh, yeah, so these idiots are organized to the level that they caused Rotten Tomatoes to change mm -hmm. the policies on their website. Which, good, because it's stupid. We shouldn't have, like, a vote before the movie is coming well, out. Well, and the thing is, That's like, fucking people dumb. are calling, people are saying, like, it, it's reviews before the movies come out, but that's not what they are. It's want to see. It's right. want to see, don't want to see. Are you hiding my shame? No, I just, I don't know if Populum wants to be, <laughs> like, drug into our mess. Uh, you know? <laughs> like, I'm doing it for their sake. Matt's, uh, Matt's got me all hopped up on... Uh, on uh, Today's show is brought to you by Populum Full Spectrum CBD Oil. So Yeah. And they fully support all our opinions and editorial decisions. <laughs> he, dance recital? What? Jared's going to a dance recital? What? I don't even know. Is Conan a dancer? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, that's fine if he wants to. I mean, yeah, I'm not taking away from him. No, not at this all. This is not a Billy Elliot thing here. This is, you know. I mean, if he could be the next Billy Elliot, we don't know. No, but Billy Elliot was persecuted because he wanted to dance. We are not persecuting. No, him. no, no. We support Conan in all his decisions. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Boy dancers everywhere. Dancers got to dance. That's right. Word on the street, Jared's a great dancer. That's right, Ethan. Uh, what were we even talking we about? We were talking about Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, they pulled down their want to they have, see. They had that thing where audiences could say whether or not they wanted to see a movie. Right. And the trolls tanked it. It's so ridiculous. So they removed it. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis? Hey, it's Jason Sachs. Jason Sachs calling us live. Okay. For a change, I don't have anything going on on my Saturday. You, you ran like two 5Ks last weekend, right? Yeah, about 15K. Yeah, I think that's about 15. How'd it go? Did you win? <laughs> I didn't die. Okay, that's good. I didn't die. Good news. Did you win? There's no room for second place in the ziggurat, Jason. Okay, we're winners only. Oh, all right? dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a winner in our hearts. He's well, a winner yeah, in our hearts. I'll always, be a winner in, I'll always be a winner in my little tiny brain, too. Well, there, you uh, <laughs> there you go. What do you want to rap about today, Jay? So I'm calling about the question of the week. Uh, new beginnings. What, what, what's a favorite new beginning? So uh, I was thinking about the Ultimate Universe. Okay. Oh, yeah. So like by like 2001, Spider-Man was just a mess. So yeah. coming out of the 90s with with uh, you know the Spider Clone saga and stuff that had been done for a few years, but still it was like a, just a really bad time. Like John Byrne's Spider Man was kind of unreadable. Have you guys read it that was stuff? Terrible. Yes, Howard all? Mackey wrote it. It was fucking not good. terrible. God, and like not just so like bad, right? bad because it was in the nineties and it was a bad time for comics. It was legit bad. Uh, Spider Man Chapter One has my favorite uh, example of a comic creator tying two characters together for the most 
spurious of reasons, and that's that he made uh, Norman Osborn and the Sandman oh, God. second cousins because they have the because same they, they haircut. The same hair. I forgot. <laughs> Well, remember the burglars stalked out uh, Uncle Ben's house, uh, the house, because Uncle Ben went to buy a computer for Peter. So, of course, the family's wealthy. Yeah, he's loaded, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would also argue, and this is not to take away from John Byrne's talent. He's a perfectly talented guy. That was sort of at the beginning of the downslide of his art, as well. Uh, you know what I mean? Where it just yeah. Out. I mean, he's he's certainly he was not the John Byrne he used to be. Yeah, and. Ugh. Uh, it's gone downhill from there. But anyway, the ultimate universe. The ultimate universe. The ultimate universe was like a restart, and everything was like fresh and new and fun and exciting. As like all of a sudden, this all this dead weight is just gone. It's just disappeared. Yeah. It's like it never even existed. And it just felt so like liberating to read these new Spider-Man stories and just have to be free of all this continuity and all the garbage that's coming out every month. It was. It was. I remember it being so bizarre. The whole idea of it, because we were working in the comic shop yep. when it came out, mm-hmm. and it was just like, people, like, so this is just like a new Spider-Man? Or like, well, yeah, sort of, but it's a whole new uh-huh. universe as well. It's <laughs> different. Like, people couldn't wrap their heads around that shit. And these are comic nerds where we had different realities all the time. Right. But this was like a line within a line, and it was a whole thing, and people thought it was a trick to sell books, and, <laughs> and people were pissed about it. And I, I really loved the kind of anything goes... Mm-hmm. Uh, attitude of the ultimate books, uh, and it didn't always work. You know, they tried some no. really out there yeah. stuff, uh, and eventually it got to a point where it's like, well, okay, uh, they had a new civil war, they had an American civil war. Yeah. Uh, the X Men are outlaws. The Hulk has two Infinity Gauntlets. Yeah, like if you got like it, it spun out off the rails, it spun out fast. Uh, the <laughs> the Blob ate the Wasp. I mean, it's it's oh all bad. God. Yeah. Um, but I re- but it started great. in the in the beginning. In the beginning, <laughs> I just really loved the idea best of intentions. that I didn't know I didn't know how uh, <laughs> these classic concepts were going to be approached in this right. new way, and it was very exciting. Jason, you would know. Yeah, there's like a I I don't know if it's just like a rumor or it's total BS, but there was a story that they were supposed to just hand Amazing Spider-Man to Brian Michael Bendis. But somebody higher up at Marvel said, no, he's not ready. And that's why they gave him the ultimate thing as like an experiment. Is that true? Do you know? Oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know that story. Okay. I've heard that story before. And I didn't know if wow. it was like a comic book urban myth or. Well, we look forward to that reading story? about it in the American Comic Book Chronicles, the 2000s. Yes. Uh, are you going to write that book? Because I'm not going to write that oh, book. Oh, shit. Jason, ah, you it. are writing that book. You don't have a choice <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, I think no, of no. all the work I did on that book, I just feel pain. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, before I know, I know you want to move on to other callers, uh, I saw Captain Marvel yesterday. How'd you feel? get a ton of calls on it. How'd you feel? Um, to me, it's like an average Marvel movie. Really? It's like, it it, I mean, it's the yeah, Marvel like, formula for sure. But like, yeah. and the thing is, I've heard this as well, but I've also seen it qualified as people saying, yet an average Marvel movie is still a great movie. It's a ton of fun. I like a really. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, but there's a lot of little flaws in it that just really kind of took away from it. Really? And, um, yeah, the, it, it, I don't want to take away from other people's calls, but the, the stuff at the beginning about Carol not knowing her identity was kind of off-putting. I think they could have done that a lot better. Really? Um, they could have done a better job of exploring her past and, and kind of setting up the drama of the character. 
Uh, it was cool how like she had no real romance in the story. I kind of enjoyed that. That's good. Yeah. And, like her friendship That's with Maria Rambo was really just like super nice. It's like actually like not only did that not break the not hit uh, Beckel's test, but like these are characters who legitimately like obviously are like sisters to each other. Right. And that part of it was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, and when Rambo puts on the really Spectrum costume, together. oh my God, I bet you yeah. freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> next movie, the next movie. Oh, sorry. That's the next movie. <laughs> Jason, it is always good to talk to you, buddy. Catch you later, guys. All have right, a great have weekend, a Jason. The full nine is open. Um, I have heard that, like, yes, it is an average Marvel film. It's not bad. You know what? But it's I, not the best. We're, we'll get into it when we review it on the show, but, okay. like, I loved it. Okay. And while yeah, it did have it it did have little things here and there where I went, eh. It I don't agree that it detracted from it. Okay. In my experience. Um and I thought it was above average. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going tomorrow. We'll talk about it on the show this week. So no spoilers today if you did see it, but I would like your initial reactions. Love to hear it. King Kong Bundy died this week. He I wanted, did. So I want to talk a little bit of wrestling here. If anybody wants to talk about King Kong Bundy memories. We've also got Fastlane coming up this weekend, which I barely care about, but I do want to talk about it. What's Fastlane? It's a pay-per-view. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? This is Ethan. <laughs> He's singing his way in. This is a picture like top hat in hand. It's a real like P.T. Barnum kind of situation. Hello, my darling. Hello, my exactly. baby. Exactly. <laughs> How are we, Ethan? And what do you want to rap about, more importantly? Good. I was hoping I could do the entire... Uh, call in um, musical. Yeah, sing it but up. I really need your guys' support on it. <laughs> you want us like beatbox or like you want? What do you want? Trumpets? I mean, what do you need here? Is this a Hamilton production or oh, is this like a Phantom production? What are we doing? Is it more like Stomp with trash can lids? And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, or it's like, a little bit more like Cats because I'm in my uh, furry costume. Oh, I see. You. So we're making it up as we go. Is what you're I see. <laughs> it's that kind of call. <laughs> Did you see the Kimmy Schmidt episode? Where they made fun of cats. Yes. <laughs> it turns out like no. cats has no script. Right. And, like they just kind of make the whole thing up as they go. Yeah. And they give joint people from the audience can join the cast just by walking up on stage <laughs> and singing. They're like, you're one of us now. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry, Ethan. Go for it. Let's talk. Oh, I just I just want to hear your guys' beautiful voices. Um, the, the the first thing that came to my uh, brain was uh, Scott Snyder's Batman run with New 52 just because uh, obviously Batman sells regardless but really him coming on with that New 52 just like really put Batman even more in the spotlight now that he needs that more but uh, like everybody was reading it yeah. I know I listened to your guys' uh, last podcast where you guys were talking about that similar subject and it, it sounded like you guys might not totally agree but I say the those first six volumes are just amazing. I really liked Snyder's run. I love Snyder's run. And I, though I just thought, I don't know. I, I, think, I think now that there's some distance from it, I think that some of the later storylines didn't really work for me so much. I think that we demonized Snyder's run a little bit because there was so much crap involved with New 52. And looking back at the New 52... It's just, it's such a bad memory because it was such a bad time for DC, yeah, but that but, doesn't mean there weren't good I mean, books. Batman was barely affected by the New 52. That, well, that was part of the problem. Um, I, mean, I will say, you know though, I mean? that, like, the early part of the the early part of the run with the Court of Owls stuff. So cool. 
uh, like I recall, I don't, th- I don't know if it was issue five or issue eight, the one where you had to like turn it around. You remember? Where yeah, he was yeah. in the labyrinth. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to like spin the comic around and read it. So cool. Uh, I named it like my favorite issue of the year. I had to lock my iPad because I kept turning it and it and kept the turning screen like, Stop turn. it. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It was a great kind of refreshing. A uh, kickoff to a I new really Batman his, run. I really liked his whole run, and I do. New Fifty Two was just controversial because of all the weird decisions. We didn't know what counted and what didn't. Yeah. All of a sudden, the DC universe was five years old, but everything that had ever happened to Batman definitely happened. You know, I, he had yeah, ten. He had the ten Batman Robins. Was one of the weird ones where they he kept everything, right? You know, because it kind of. I I wouldn't have been happy if they totally reset it anyway. It's like, are we really just going to retread everything? And they actually kind of forced him into doing that that yeah. year zero storyline, which was a really really good. But they they said, well, you you, you got to do. You're either going to do it or someone else. It's like, okay, I guess I'm going to do it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's, he's so good that he pulled it off really well. But it it was too long. I did I like liked year zero. But I did like sleeveless long. Batman riding a motorcycle. That was pretty <laughs> badass. <laughs> He was an American badass. Yeah, he was American badass, yeah. just like the Undertaker. Just like the Undertaker. <laughs> Ethan, thank well, you. Well, and I'd say, uh, oh, go ahead. Two Joker storylines he did, like it's they're so good. There, I'm almost like I'm really burnt out on the Joker, even though I love the Joker and Batman. You know that whole dynamic together, but it was so good that now every time a Joker comes up and anything, I'm like, I don't, I just don't need it. Like the I Joker feel like is- he. Definitely, he's Snyder is one of those guys that understands how to write the Joker well and what to do with him and what not to do with him. And I think that is the biggest fallback with that character. Anybody can write the Joker, sure, but making the Joker scary and effective, but not silly and murderous, like when he cut his fucking face off and shit, you know, and I mean, that was just dumb. That was just stupid. We didn't need that. (laughs) You know, it, it didn't make any sense. And there was two Jokers running around, and then they were going to do that whole. There was a storyline where they were supposed to explain the whole two Jokers. And they're like, "Never mind." No, that's coming. It's coming out. It's is called it? Three Jokers. Yeah. Oh, that is still coming. Uh huh. Oh, I thought that was just dead. No, that was Jeff Johns that that introduced that idea. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Three Jokers is coming from. They've 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 put it in under the Black Label imprint, which immediately immediately makes me think that it's not in continuity. Well, Black Label means dicks. Oh, yeah, full of dicks. Yeah, it's full of dicks. <laughs> Chalk full of dicks. <laughs> uh, Ethan, uh, thank you for so your call, the, man. It's good to talk the, to you. One, We're going to scream about the Joker some more. Thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, That just reminded me. I think I blacked it out, but it's kind of unrelated. But during the same time in the New 52 in that Villains Month, they introduced that one character, Joker's daughter, and I just had to say... <sighs> Yeah, I've never been more angry, and I read that <laughs> issue for Villains Month. I honestly think it's the worst comic I've ever read in my it was life. Terrible. So go check it out if you have It was terrible. And she's gone, right? She, like, died and No. She died on her way back to her home showing, planet. She's showing up in something. Oh, uh, gross. Yeah. No. No. Stupid. I, something soon. Yeah. So Stupid. Much. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Not because she's a girl. It's because the Joker doesn't have kids. That's why. No, the whole deal is she's not really his daughter. The Joker's daughter is a character that's been around for decades, right. but she's crazy. She's, right. oh, she, like, she claimed to be Two-Face's daughter. She, like, she keeps saying that she's... The daughter of some famous supervillain. Oh, it, that's the thing. She is found that she's, Joker's she's face skin and put it on, and that's what, what it was all about. 
Which I gotta say, for uh, some cutoff face skin, that stuff held up really well. <laughs> uh, it's the chemicals for like a year. <laughs> it's the chemicals I mean, like, for a year. There, it looked really good. Looked good. All right, Ethan, I'm hanging up on you, brother. It's good to All talk right. to you, man. See yeah. you, bud. Phone line is open. I forgot about the Joker's daughter. Uh, Thomas, thank you. Yeah, he she's showing back up soon in the pages of Nightwing. Uh, yeah, she's lame. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, before Ethan called in, King Kong Bundy died, and I've been watching a bunch of old wrestling. Because King Kong Bundy was one of the first wrestlers that legit scared me as a kid. Because he was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. He was a large and this person. Was like Hulk Hogan at the height of his power. I was a huge Hulkamaniac. This is before Hulk was dropping N-bombs. Or right. It was a whole thing. Oh. We got two at the same time. I'm taking the one that came in first. Sorry. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who dis? JD got a catch. JD, all right, you all beat right. somebody by like a tenth of a second. So whoever it was, JD edged out. <laughs> Just wait your turn or leave a message. Either one. Yeah. And we'll probably, get to probably it's Brandon Migos. Don't. Yeah, probably. It probably. Is. Don't be scared of the robot lady. Yeah. Talk to the robot she's lady. She's a nice robot lady. She yeah. has like a British accent. It's weird. JD, what do you want to wrap I tried, about? Like, I tried calling like three, four times and I gave her a different name each time. <laughs> oh, just to see if you like let her slip through. Yeah. So what are we wrapping about today, JD? Uh, well, I just want to, I don't know. I'm play, kind of playing catch up a little bit. Uh, I had to get it. I had to call and make sure I got in this week. Cause I'm not going to be able to get in next week. I'm going to be on the road oh, yeah? heading down to KC for uh, St. Pat's. So oh, yeah. that'll be fun. Nice. Oh yeah. It's we KC do it every year. Like a big St. Patrick's day town. I don't know. They like, yes, it is. They dye and the river green and everything. And like, <laughs> uh, no, but they have like, I mean, four or five different neighborhoods, like do it up and have huge St. Patrick's day celebrations and parades and oh, stuff fun. like that it's it's nuts kansas city is a big irish town i mean kansas okay. city was built on the irish I mean, every town is a big irish town right come on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of if towns in got, the midwest yeah yeah the whole midwest yeah it's ridiculous Lousy but, no, irish. i just uh i don't know i was looking through some of the books that i read recently that are not in the lake house and i i don't know i just kind of wanted to i hadn't mentioned some of them for a while so i thought i'd go back through the list uh uh, is it, is anyone caught up on the wild storm? I am not. I am okay. Four issues behind, and that's actually my goal this weekend. I'm catching up on. That. Uh, still trying yeah, to read. Yeah, still trying to get through issue three. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> not that it's bad. I just <laughs> if, if you're an Apollo and Midnighter fan, uh, then yeah, you definitely need to get caught up. This latest issue, which was uh, I think twenty, man, they showed up in full effect i am looking so good. happy that they are there and they are out of the dcu they don't need to be in the dcu it was just a bad idea it was bad you know and and the redesign of the characters as far as like their costuming and their their clothes i it's subtle and it works for the universe that they're building in totally. that whole analogy of the jason Bourne to james bond kind of switch it, it works really well i yeah. mean midnighters always worn the black leather trench coat but they toned down Apollo to just kind of like white jeans and a white leather jacket. And they and took a t-shirt the stupid with the logo. spike off the Midnighter's chin. God, that was the dumbest oh, yeah, yeah, thing no, in the no. world. It's like every his time he looks down, mask, like, oh, ow, ow. <laughs> like, come on. His, his, new, his new mask looks kind of like snake eyes. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Apollo has dark hair now? No, no. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, well, yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, it's no, just wait. not, it's not like platinum blonde, but. No, it's not platinum blonde, but it's, uh, 
He's like a it's still light. It's sandy still, blonde, you know, if you will. Right. Yeah, <laughs> sandy blonde. He's a towhead. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, did anybody finish Magic Order? No, I haven't. You know what? Magic Order is a book that I all but forgot about. I read two issues, yeah. loved it, and then was three. Was the third issue like really late? I don't no, think it was especially late. It wasn't? No. Okay. No. No. I don't know. I no, they lost. were actually pretty consistent with that book. I totally lost track of it. Oh, wait, yes. Yes, it was really late. I because think it was. Uh, on comics on Comicsology, I get emails that say my upcoming my my upcoming issues. And that one showed up for like four weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> it was late. So coming was, out next week. Coming it was out next crazy week. late, and I just week. sort of forgot about it. Now that hits Netflix yeah. really quick here too, doesn't it? Uh, no. Uh, no, no, I haven't seen anything that about that. Yet. Okay, I thought no. that was no. None, none of the Miller World stuff has really gotten any traction outside of the comics yet. I think they're still in, still in development. Pre-planning, yeah. Okay, but we but got. I will say, I, I do want to say this. I think it stuck the landing. I really, really liked how there was some. It got twisty. It got super twisty. I don't want to spoil anything, but it, right. it got twisty. Right. I did really enjoy the first uh, few issues. Uh, let's see. I was happy Realm came back. Realm is another one that. I all but lost track of, and I need to read that. <laughs> we're we're bad at keeping. It's it's hard to stay caught up. Yeah. Uh, for us. Oh yeah, for yeah. Us. And especially you guys have to do all the number ones all the time. I know. So. Not to mention the yeah, fact I, that I, like we don't necessarily pick stuff to read because we're excited about it. Sometimes it's like fuck. I have to pick two more books. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's Wolverine Infinity Watch. Yeah, totally. Here we go. All right. What do you got, Zine Scope? (laughs) Whose boobs are hanging out this week? (laughs) One book I did read in the Lake House that I liked, and I want to bring it up because we've been trashing on the old run of Daredevil so much, and I only got that one issue, the current one. Uh, Daredevil Annual Number 1, and I can't remember who wrote it. Daredevil uh, one. That just when would that have come out? Was that just a few weeks August ago? 29th. Oh, August 29th. August 29th. August. So that would have been the Lake House. That still would have been Charles Soule. But he, I mean, uh, the, actually, he, he didn't write it though. Yeah, not necessarily wrote the annual. Uh, was uh, Misty Knight in that? Yes, I remember the. It was written by the cover. Erica, Schultz, Erica Schultz, and uh, art was Mauricio Takara. And okay. It was a delight. It was a delightful little one shot story and it was a it okay. was a flat it was a it was a period piece back when Misty had her arm and she was on the force and it was kind of like her and Daredevil's first meeting. Yeah, I remember the cover. Oh now. nice. I love a good Misty and Knight was, story. Oh my god, it was so good. Takara's really it was good. So good. It, and it was exactly what I crave in a Daredevil story because it's like with Batman, I love it when they actually make him a detective. Yeah. Yeah. And Daredevil, I like it when they make him just a street level vigilante who just beats up criminals. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. That's all you need. And and he's kind of you know, there's always that argument of who is Marvel's Batman. You know, and every, it's gone everywhere between Black Panther to Moon Knight to Daredevil to what I well, think I mean, Daredevil like, fits. Come on. Moon Knight is like a direct Batman ripoff. And they're True. like, We can't do this, we're gonna get sued. They're like, What if he's crazy? They're like, print it. Yeah. <laughs> But I like it in the instance that because of Matt's because of Matt's thing with the law and the way he works with the law, I, I love his unique relationship with the police. Yeah, and this was written kind of like Misty Knight becoming his Commissioner Gordon or his his oh nice Lieutenant Gordon type. Sure, cool. sure, that's cool. You know, 
but she started out hating him. She was just like, no. And she was leading the task force on, you know, on taking down the vigilante. And then, you know, there's a scene at the end where the cops are like, freeze. She goes, stand down. It's your orders. I'm changing them. Oh. <laughs> you know? So Misty figures Yeah, it, it was out. pretty cool. Yeah. That's, I'll yeah, read that yeah. one. I never read it because I was so done with the Charles Soule run by that point. That well, yeah. Just- now it's the thing. And I was like, I saw it and I was like, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to read everything for the lake house. And I saw it and I was like, God, I had to like psych myself up. I was like, God, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's an abusive relationship. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what else I'm sick of annual number one. You can't do yeah. an annual number one every year. Just do an annual. Every time they relaunch. 2019 annual. Why don't, why don't, 2018 yeah, why, annual. Yes. 2017. Why don't they put it's the an annual. Fucking it's date on it. It on the damn title. You know, it's not a number one. Yeah. You're not going to do two annuals that year. That's stupid. But you might do but, a number two next year. No. Right. It's just 2020. And, <laughs> no, see, I remember, but, I, I missed the days where it was like, it's 1987. Here's Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 21. Well, that was different. Okay. And they yeah. just kept on doing it. They just kept that on doing them sequentially. Right. Yeah. That's I I, I'm, I'm but, okay with that. But don't, yeah. don't keep but doing it. No, I agree. One. I agree. If they're if 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 they're gonna have constant relaunches, yeah. just stop putting yeah. numbers on your Somebody annuals. has to file right, that right. shit. You know? Think yes. about that. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Where do we put it? Very true. You jerks. JD, I gotta open this phone line back up. I got somebody else that's right, beating down the door. It's good to talk to you, brother. Take it easy, pal. Talk to you later, guys. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Uh, Full nine is open. Uh, So I was saying, King Kong Bundy died. I was rewatching WrestleMania 2 when Bundy fought Hogan in the steel cage. And I remember, like, literally watching it through my fingers as a kid because I (laughs) thought Hulk Hogan was going to die. I thought he was going to die. I loved King Kong Bundy so much. Oh, man. And truthfully, I thought he was already dead. (laughs) <laughs> what a pleasant surprise yeah, i don't know 62 he couldn't have looked real good he's a big guy yeah you know what can you do uh this weekend we have fast lane coming up and it is sort of the pay-per-view before wrestlemania and ronda rousey has freaked out on the internet and told everybody that wrestling is fake and it's bullshit and she could beat up any one of these girls she wanted to at any time and nobody knows if rousey's doing this because the company is like yeah do it poke the bear whatever or if she's just like fuck this. I'm sick of people even thinking that Becky Lynch could hang with me. I would kill her because she would. She would beat the hell out of Becky Lynch. I love Becky and I love Charlotte Flair. They're both great wrestlers. I don't, I don't know anything. You're if saying. you put them in the ring with an MMA fighter like Ronda Rousey, she would murder them. <laughs> she would just murder them. <laughs> so if anybody wants to talk wrestling with me, I would love it because Joe Patrick can't because he's worthless. Um, I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid. I, I watched... Uh... Patrick Cavanaugh says they labeled annuals by year in the late 90s to early 2000s. I remember that. Yeah, they did. It was so ridiculous. I hate I'm with you too, Kyle. I can't stand. I don't think anybody but wrestlers should wrestle. I don't need celebrities coming in, and I don't need MMA fighters coming in. Wrestlers should wrestle. I don't need celebrities doing it because they instantly get special treatment. It makes everybody else look stupid. And then when they decide, fuck this, I'm gone, I don't care, and they leave, the storyline is, oh, great. So now we have to go back to the same old wrestlers. It's stupid. I don't like Ronda there, and I don't like Brock Lesnar there. I hate him. Get out. Get out of my wrestling. Or go watch AEW. You'll like it a lot more. You came in first. Sorry, dude. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller, who this? This is Hank. And I'm a a kid, and please stop cursing. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Hank. 
Stop yelling at me, Hank! <laughs> I'm sorry, Hank. I'm all right, sorry. All right, I can't all right. control this guy. I know. This, you, just so you know, the show is marked explicit, but I will do my best. He gets really worked up language. about wrestling. Now, whose dad made you do this, Hank? Be honest. <laughs> my dad. Stay right in front of me. Who, does he have a name? or is he just Who's your dad? Your dad. My dad's name is John. John. And, and, and I'm calling about the question of the week. Okay. My, my favorite... Um, Restart is is probably it's probably rebirth, especially because I really like the rebirth green arrow suit. Okay. All right, yeah. Yeah. No, rebirth was great. And judging by your age, I would say this might be your first restart. Am I right? I've read Grayson. So he so, was around for the last era. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I don't know how old you are, but I'm guessing by the sound of your voice that you're two or three. Okay. Oh, he's ten. Oh, you're ten. You're bad at this, man. I, I don't know how kids you're work. Bad Come at on. This. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you, Hank. I really liked DC Rebirth, and uh, it's Rebirth has been sort of like the thing that saved DC. Yeah, it was very refreshing. We were upset, very upset. I read Green Arrow last week. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Cancel. Yeah. What else? do you read? Anything else, Hank? Uh, I usually, I also re- recently read Arkham Knight, the Riddler's Gambit book. Okay, was that based Wait, on the was that based on the video game thing? I think so. Yeah, uh, was, yeah, it was based on the video game. Okay, but also something else is that one. Of my, my favorite superhero is Red Hood. Oh, okay. The Red Hood is your favorite superhero, Hank. We gotta talk. Yes. We gotta talk, buddy. Hey, all right. Look, <laughs> we have got to talk. This is I don't know who. Hi. I need to talk to your father because you're not being raised right. Okay. <laughs> I am worried about this. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Hank. You can like whoever you like. You could like what you like, but I will make fun of you because I'm in charge of the show and you're How not. How dare you? This is just, hey, <laughs> you think I'm afraid of kids, Hank? I beat up kids twice your size, okay? I am not scared. Yeah, I am. No, <laughs> I am. Who are you? Who are My you? Well, yeah, yeah, it's Hank. I knew you. I, mean, I know right, you're Hank. Going, so before we start threatening any more kids, Hank, thank you for your call. We'll watch our damn language. I apologize. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> Hank was adorable. I like that kid. He was feisty. All right. Phone line is open. I, and nothing against the Red Hood. I just, I'm done with the Red Hood. I'm done. I don't care. I mean, Jason Todd was one of those characters that didn't need to be Yeah, back. I'm done with Jason Todd. Yeah. I don't care. There's a guy that I work with, sits right in front of me, loves Jason Todd, adores Jason Todd, and like loves Red Hood and the Outlaws. And I've been told that it's a good book. Mm. I just don't even like the, that title. It's so mm. dumb. Red Hood and the Outlaws. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN. Sorry, Hank. Cover. Really sorry. Caller, who this? Yeah, this is Brett Merriman. Brett, Hello, Brett Merriman. Oh, my God. It's been a while. I would say it's hard to follow up on Hank. It's, right? It's a tough act to follow. Hank, uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the hot new character find of 2019. Hank. Watch, watch your ding darn language, though. We don't want to upset Hank. I don't okay. have any reveals as... as as Red Hood is my favorite. That's that would be just absolutely insane. But yeah. yes, uh, uh, hey, are we talking Captain Marvel? Or are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, spoilers. no spoilers. No spoilers. But yeah. How did uh, how'd you feel about it? Uh, bottom third Marvel. Really, a little disappointed. Yeah, really. It it was on par with like the first two Thor films. I felt or that kind of world. She just she, it, they made her very bland. Um, I think they were kind of worried about something. That's some of the criticism um, I heard. Like in trying to make her empowered, they ended up kind of making her bland. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I, not I, about I, the, the empowerment; it's that she's kind of a blank slate. Okay. 
She was Which, a blank slate, and I, I like the idea of her kind of doing a reverse origin where she's already powered up and kind of finding out how she got there. That would have been really cool. I think they kind of abandoned it at a certain point, but um, and not to compare it to Wonder Woman because that's stupid to say, hey, here's a woman and here's a woman. Um, right. They definitely hit the man-woman thing much stronger in Wonder Woman, and I think it paid off, especially in the no man's land. Um, but this was a little... I'm glad I didn't hit it too hard, but um, she's just kind of bland, I would say. I, I can't go into spoilers, but there are two things that blew my mind in a bad way. One of them made me as angry as the origin of Hans Solo's name in Solo Story. <laughs> oh, was it the dog tag? And I'm sure... Um, Don't tell me. I'm no sure. spoilers. You've seen it, right? No, I no, have not. I, yeah, I have like, seen it. I have seen I'm it. I'm going tomorrow. And I think... I think uh, you know what I'm talking about. It just made me crazy. <laughs> but um, and then there's yeah, they they definitely change a lot of Marvel stuff in this. It's not you know I'm not a Marvel expert, but I'm pretty sure I know that who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. So I, I was kind of surprised. Huh? But it is surprising. Um, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is surprising. Okay. And I'm not sure I, I like it. And so that kind of throws actually. I I think it throws a huge funky wrench into what everyone thinks is the next phase. I agree. Because. Whatever yeah, your theory it, it, is about the next phase of Marvel, you are wrong. Yeah, wow. it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wrong. So now, I, Just, huh. yeah. All yeah, right. It's crazy. I'm curious. So, I'm not going to say anymore. I was disappointed and not, not because of some stupid, I mean, I really wanted this to be good just to tell the haters to go right. fuck a dick, right. but um, it, Sorry, it's not Hunter. very good, unfortunately. <laughs> But um, it's not because of that. It's just they could have gone stronger. They really could. They could have made it a, a bigger. It movie. shocks. I think she should have been a better it, it, character. It kind of shocks me that I mean, because Marvel has been so self-aware. It kind of shocks me that this movie is getting criticism like this from legit criticism from people that legit love it, not from you know white right. yeah. incel assholes. So well, I thought they had learned learned from Thor and more of the more bland kind of. I actually thought. Doctor Strange is a little bit bland too, but I thought they had learned kind of from Black Panther and all oh, stuff man. how to kind of juice it. And I really like this. Was kind of a setback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the visuals and I like the ending and all that. I thought he was a little. I just don't like him not talking in his real voice. That, that blows my mind. I don't oh, know why. no I reason Doctor Strange voice. couldn't have been British. Nothing about him. Lots of reasons. No, no, yep. yes. no. He's not British. That's, no, it's dumb. No, there, I know mean. he's not. I know he's not. No. I just there is nothing about Doctor Strange the character voice. that's, that's tied to a voice. regional identity. Yes, he's from New York. I know he lives I in know. Chelsea. Yes, and don't get better than Cumberbatch. How about that? <laughs> no, yes, okay, there yeah. you go. Blows, yeah, blows my mind every time. I'm like, that's not your voice. Well, I Keanu Reeves was right working now. on John Wick too at the time, so he couldn't do it. You know. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I'll talk to you guys later when spoilers are allowed. All right, Brett. Next weekend. Next week. Next weekend. Thank you, Brett. Huh. So that's that's two very average reviews. Joe Patrick obviously Again, doesn't count. I, I disagree with Joe I Patrick loves with everything. So no, it's not that at all. I yep. thought it was very surprising. Uh, I do agree. Like, uh, it's an origin movie, but it is kind of flipped in, in the sense that like she's already Captain Marvel when right. you meet her, right? And the origin gets kind of filled in in the gaps as you go. Okay, uh, as she starts to re- recover her memories, I really liked it. All right, this person's been trying to call. Like, I think I've cut him off three times. I might do it again. <laughs> Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Have I cut you off like three times? No. Okay. Somebody, Somebody's getting it, and I feel bad for him. But just keep firing. I, I feel bad for them, too. That's a shame. How are we doing today, Brian? And what do we want to rap about? 
Um, I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Doing well. We're good. We were talking about Captain good. Marvel, and we are talking about comic book returns. Rebirth. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's... It, I mean, there are only, like, 100,000 different options for There's that, right? Variations of what that... <laughs> of what that means and in what category and all that. Um, I was thinking about the, uh, it's, not, it's, it's sort of, it was a, a book wide line of uh, reboot, but the, uh, the new Gotham um, period of uh, the Batman books after no man's land. That was so great. Yeah. Greg Rugga on detective. So great. Oh my God. Ed Brubaker on yep. Batman. Yeah. The new, uh, the new Batgirl and the Catwoman book with Darwin Cook and Drew oh, Baker. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That was a great era. Um, yeah, that was a goddamn golden age. Is yeah. what it was. Oh man, I just reread. Uh, I just reread Bruce Wayne, uh, Murderer and Fugitive. Uh, those books are great. They were fantastic. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I loved that storyline. I even liked No Man's Land. I thought No Man's Land was a lot of fun. Like leading into it. I liked it a lot of No After Man's the, Land. Yeah. Did okay. Refresh my memory. Did the Quake Master actually create the earthquake, or was that just BS? I never read the actual earthquake story, so I don't know. Okay, because I I, rem- I, 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 I think that it was actually a, I think it was the ventriloquist and a coincidence. <laughs> okay, yeah, because <laughs> it was it turned out to be a coincidence, right? And like, and this guy I was think- just taking credit for it the ventriloquist um, destroyed uh, gotham city yeah <laughs> um, unless there was yeah unless there was like another twist that i don't remember because i you know at that point i was reading you know kind of every you know four out of five books right um, yeah it's been I a long think, time yeah I, but i as i recall oh, was, the the quake master wasn't even a character he was just like came on tv and took and he was just like spread terror afterwards like i have done this and i will do it again <laughs> and it turned out to be like no, it was just an earthquake. It happens. And then yeah, the- it was. It was. I mean, that must have. That was more than I think twenty years ago at this point. So it's, yeah, it's for sure foggy. But um, yeah, I think yeah, he would kind of pop up, and that was the whole thing is that it was a puppet. Yeah, he, he was. It was a puppet. That and is it, hilarious. There was, it, it just happened to happen, you know. Right. And I, I think that's what the twist was, which is pretty good. As I rec- okay, um, I think you're right. But yeah, those books. <laughs> that's pretty good. That Batman period right after that was just amazing. Yeah, Sean Martinborough. Yeah, uh, doing the art on Detective. God, it was so good. Uh, man, yeah. Um, I really liked that whole that whole run right up until I guess um, uh, War Games. Right is where it kind of started to spiral out of control. Um, I well, it's it's funny that you mentioned that. So I I loved the uh, the re- the um, the recap you guys did the um, of the. Was it Infinity, Infinity War? War yeah. Infinity Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was kind of, and I, I thought it was great because I didn't read that, and I like hearing, you know, quick kind of sometimes saucy recaps of things that <laughs> might not have been great. Um, so, so I was putting together a, a list of other things that I think you guys might want to do. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. Or, and, and War Games is on there because I think War Games is such an offensively awful story. It's so um, bad. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. It, Let's do it. it we'll yeah. do War Games next week. We'll do an awful recap. There, you guys pick it, there's, um, and we'll recap it. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's war games, and there's also um, um, Amazon's Attack, which oh. was the at the oh, beginning. That was horrible. It, oh, it was the Will Pfeiffer. Like, I mean, I've yeah. complained about Will Pfeiffer before, but yeah. he was like the architect of that awful, awful story. It was, it so bad. was like really bad. So um, I just remember yeah, I war games list. being so colossally stupid. Yeah, I can't. Well, re- it's, 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 it's foggy, it's, but I remember I was like this. 
sucks. Yeah. And it was there was okay. so much good Batman stuff leading up to that. Like, really? This is where we're going to yeah, go? Yeah, that was when Bill Willingham came on. Yes. He was writing yes. Robin at the yeah. time. And it was like Bill Willingham of yeah. Fables, who was like an amazing writer. And they're like, Bill Willingham's going to do Batman. We all went, yay. And then we got it. We went, what? <laughs> yeah. His run on Robin is not good. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. So, the, uh, yeah, like that, that whole story is one of the reasons that when people say they love um, the, uh, God, what's her name? Spoiler, Robin. I can't remember. Uh, Stephanie Brown. Yeah. Stephanie Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- when they're like, oh, she's the best Robin, it's like, uh, no. Have you read War Games? Because that is <laughs> the whole, she is the cause of like the ultimate downfall because she, it, it's it's really funny. Like the whole, I mean, it's it's a tragic disgrace of a like. You know, she tries to like pull off this big deal, and then she realizes that like the missing piece is Batman's not there, and the whole thing completely falls apart in front of her. And she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this happened!" And it's like, "Of course it did." Because like, we're, we're doing there's, it. There's, we're doing. We're recapping yeah, it next week. We're doing it. It's gonna be awful. It's, I can't it's wait. A re- it's a really good awful story. Like it's it's awful, and it went on for like years. And yeah, I mean, there was a sequel. That, oh, there was war crimes. Oh god. Uh, ugh. Yeah, boy, very bad. Very bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to do this. This is going to be great. Yeah, so that, that's, the, that's kind of the end cap on those ba- of those, that really good uh, New Gotham era. Yeah. And, and the, thing that, the thing that made me think of it is the only, um, the only book from the, like, really the last 20 years in the, the 80th anniversary, like, detective book is the first Rucka in Martinborough story. Oh, nice. Huh? It's, it's, which is, it's that and the uh, Detective 27 that they did in the New 52. But, I mean, which is really, I mean, how many hundreds and hundreds of comics have they had in the oh, last shit. 20 years? And those are the two they do. So, yeah. Brian, I got another um, call coming in. I got to let you go, buddy. But thank you. And we will recap War Games. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? Oh, it's Tim. Toots. Oh, it's Toots. I was like, where are we going here? I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> hey. What's happening? How's it going, guys? Good. Good, what, man. Good. What's up, big tutor? How are we doing? How was the uh, dance recital? Oh, I don't know. I just dropped these people off at the wrong door. I told them they were going to the wrong door. Nobody <laughs> listens to me. So you are not dancing at the oh, recital. So you're working this morning. No. This is not your yeah, recital. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it kind of quick, as quick as I can, anyway. Okay. Uh, I want to I want to answer the question. All right. Uh, so my answer is going to be, I'm sure, it's uh, when Dark Horse took over Conan, uh, the Barbarian. I I can't tell you how how impressed I was with the presentation. Like, um, oh, yes. Busiek and Nord. Oh uh, yeah. They did a great job. I loved that the narration boxes, um, the font was like it came straight off of Howard's typewriter. Yeah, uh, it was, you know, and uh, and um, I, I loved that they had um, the stories of Two Gun Bob in the back with the letter pages. Oh yeah, actual, I remember that. Those are great. Yeah, yeah, they did uh, the comic strips of his actual letters and stuff like that, and um, the, the fact that uh, Busiek presented the stories in a chronological order that he kind of uh, weaved kind of story stitched them all together. Um, was, it was great. Like, I, yeah, I, I could, I, I was, I had never been happier reading comics as that time in my life. 
No, it was truly um, an amazing series. Yeah, yeah. And, and when people ask me, well, where should I start reading about the character? Like, I do not say the Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. even though I love Roy Thomas's work and mm-hmm. think it's some of, the, some of the best. I tell him to go to Nord and Busiek, go to that first yeah, volume, because absolutely. it is just an uh, amazing package all the way around. Um, uh, I went to uh, a Diamond Retailer Summit in Las Vegas the year that book came out. Um, uh-huh. And it was, bef- it, was before, it was before the series started. So Busiek was like kind of wrapping up his time on Avengers. Right. And he was getting ready to jump over to Dark, to Dark Horse. I got to talk to Kurt Busiek. I got this kick-ass signed poster uh, 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 signed by, I think, Carrie Nord was there too. Um, awesome. Busiek drew the human torch in my sketchbook. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, just wanted an, I just wanted an autograph. He's like, nope, this is a sketchbook. You're getting a sketch. <laughs> From a writer. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, <laughs> All right, we're taking him to his time. He's got, he doesn't have a yeah, limited, so, limited like, time. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Talk just saying, like, it, was a, it was a really great interaction. I, I was very excited about that book after talking to him. I love it. And uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was, so I'm reading... Um, the original Ms. Marvel from the seventies. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I'm uh, 10 issues deep now. Okay. And now I haven't read a lot of her modern, uh, book. Like I, I read a couple issues when it was Ms. Marvel, like Mike Waringo did a couple of issues and, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I've kind of dabbled. Uh, so I don't know. I'm sure that her powers have evolved and changed since these first issues but yes. what really what really strikes me is how much she is an an, an amalgam of uh other characters cuz she oh, yeah. has she has a seventh sense yep oh where did we get something like that from spider-man <laughs> yeah no uh, shit <laughs> but but it gives her it gives her premonitions but it's still sort of a it's still spidey sense hey, that's a, all it is here's a, here's a warning yeah and then uh, in the beginning, um, Carol Danvers and Ms. Marvel personalities were in conflict. It's like the Incredible Hulk. They don't like each other. Yep. They both want to. They both want to control the, her body at different times. One's super strong. One's like, well, Danvers is still a formidable, formidable woman. You know, she's military trained and right. whatever. But in the beginning, she's all like, I'm going to be a woman's magazine editor because. <laughs> Because that's what women do. They're like, they write about clothes. (laughs) Yeah, I I got tired of being a security officer, which is a little... She went to work for for Triple J. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's so... it's And it's crazy. And then, like, when Chris Claremont takes over the book, maybe about five issues in or so, he starts to, like... He changes her powers, you know what I mean? So, like, he then Mm -hmm. is, like... Well, she, she zaps her again with another dose of radiation. Yeah. So now her powers start evolving and she's starting to get some control over it. And she can kind of change when she wants to, instead of like having a blackout. And then she's like, what happened? Well, that whole time I was blacked out, I was Ms. Marvel. Yeah. So, well, she is it, a mess. Her, like, it, honestly, the character's history is a mess. Like yeah. Hawkman level mess. Well, no, no. <laughs> it, 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 she was. hasn't been like rebooted a billion times. Like Hawkman. I'm not saying rebooted it's a billion just times, that, like, but like that was the problem. They weren't rebooting her. her they just changed her. <laughs> her. She's always had like um, identity issues, right? Uh, with her memories and and her alter ego, uh, and that's been part of her character since the beginning, right? 
she was and like yeah, she yeah. was binary for yeah, a while and yeah. she was she got her she got her rogue power sucked her up for stolen, a while yeah, and by like, rogue oh, yeah 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 it was a mess yeah it's a it's a pretty fun uh read you know i mean i love going back and reading comics from the 70s um especially when it's like a character's beginning and stuff like that it's such a uh you know it's such a trip and it's so, old school gene colin uh, art man that dude goddamn well, not 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 yet. The first couple issues, first few issues were Busima, and then oh, it, no, uh, right. then, then it went to gosh, who did it for a bit? Because uh, I want to say, oh man, somebody new just took it over because they introduced Deathbird, like that's Deathbird's first appearance is issue nine, Deathbird. and then uh, <laughs> then uh, issue ten is a brand new artist again, like the third artist on the book, and it's somebody famous. Who is it? I gotta, I gotta look. Not, uh, yeah. If only there was a way it's we could figure Dave this out. Cool. Yeah, right. It's yeah. not. Who is it, what? It's not Dave Cockrum, is it? No. Mm, maybe. I feel like it's a Spider-Man artist. It's. Uh, is it Ross Andrew? Mm, shit, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't remember. Volume one, number ten. Gil Kane was. Oh no! This is the wrong Captain Marvel. That's a twelve cents. It would be volume two, right? No, it'd be volume yeah, she, yeah, she would be volume two. Volume well, two. Well, well, volume one was be, Marvel. Yeah, well, you're searching Ms. for Captain Marvel. Marvel. You need Probably to search for Ms. Marvel. Oh, Ms. you're right. Marvel, volume one. Ms. Marvel. My bad. Ms. Marvel. Yeah. And and in issue, I think issue nine is where they fill in all those holes on her costume. Because she had a hole in the front and a hole in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, she had a huge, like, She was showing, up, she was showing what her mama gave her, you know? Give her a break. I, I get it. I'm sure she has a killer six-pack, but it's like, come on. Like, I, I, how they got those big, giant holes in her costume is, I don't even know. <laughs> she where, was a fashion writer. <laughs> where they came, with, came up with that. Okay, And, like, how her, her, her clothes morph. You know what I mean? Like when she changes, her clothes change. Like everything changes. It's so hilarious. It was Sal Bushima. Yeah. Sal yeah. Bushima. Sal took over. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. fighting Modoc on the cover. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Big time. And then, yeah, yeah this is where the red. Okay. So you got the red and dark blue costume with the really little cape for some reason. Yeah. She's got a short cape. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a dicky that she's just wearing on the outside. <laughs> but, she, but she calls it a scarf. Uh, because uh, Deathbird grabs her by it while they're fighting, and she's like, "Oh my scarf!" <laughs> oh, it so, is kind of more of a scarf. Yeah, it is a scarf. Why you would fight in a scarf? I'm not certain. Other than you're a woman written by men, that's probably oh, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, the amount the yeah, amount of times so they she... call her broad in the comic is, <laughs> I mean, like. I, I, li- I like saying broad from time to time, too, but I mean, like, they're saying it all the time. They're like, hey, a broad, let's get this broad. And, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Toots, it is good to talk to you. Thank you for checking in with some yeah, vintage Miss Marvel. Buddy, get back to have work. a great one. I can hear your hazard lights. Yeah, yeah, right? Sorry about all that. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right. Uh, listen, we Later. need to. We need to call Cat. He has tried to call. He's the one that keeps calling. Okay, and the he's phone lines open. There. Call. No, just call him. Call him. I, I don't know how if I can. Hold on. How do I do this? What's his? It's the 914. I was going to say, announce his number over the internet in front of everybody. <laughs> um, 
I, 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 I can't see it. I don't know how to find. Look, there's the number right there. Okay. This is exciting radio. I'm sorry. I don't know how to make it go. They changed Google Hangouts. Oh, my God. I don't know how to make it go. Jim. Call us. Just call us right now. If you're listening, call now. Yeah. I wanted to try to call you, but we can't figure out how it works to make outbound calls. They friggin' changed it again. And, man, I don't know what's going on here. Stupid. Thanks so much, Google. Way to go, Google. They know what we want. Oh, here we go. Okay, hold it up again. I see how they changed it. It's the top one. Hopefully we did this right. It's exciting radio here, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all happening. It's all happening. Hello. Hello. Yes, do you have Prince Albert in a cam? <laughs> Is your refer- I'm looking for Amanda. Amanda hug and kiss. <laughs> This is IP freely. <laughs> Jim, how are you? I'm sorry you couldn't get through, sir. I apologize. Oh no. No, it's okay. I oh you don't have to apologize. I'm I'm whenever I have trouble getting through, I just am like, oh, they're killing it. We were. We yeah. were killing it. We people were calling like the calls were overlapping. It yeah, was weird. Yeah. We were shredding it all day. What do you want to rap about, Jim? That, that's uh, oh, I had an answer for the question of the week. I I left a the my last call, I actually left a message. Um but I was going to say that uh, I was really struggling for an answer that really f- fulfills the purpose of like a fresh start. Okay. And uh, my my mind went to the Legion of Superheroes because they are one of the most like impenetrable properties in comics. Agreed. You know, that people can't get their heads around. But only but nerds like 90- you and Joe Patrick like. You I, cowards. Yep. <laughs> cowards the lot no, of you. No. Well, I, I had, I'll, I'll just say like, uh, I had like some hand-me-down comics, so I had exposure to them of like 70s superboy stuff and but like i can never get a grip on them but the abnett and landing stuff in the 90s yes. made that shit easy as pie yeah just yes. get into it was yes. clean and crisp it had even i back that. flavor yeah it's so good and that's really what informs it helped uh inform my read on like the older stuff i had read and and really informs all of the subsequent iterations of the legion so like that's that's what I had for that one. That's a fantastic answer. Um, like Legion Lost led into all that stuff, right? Uh, Legion yeah, well, I, of the Damned, I believe, was the was, that the first, was the first storyline okay. that spun into Legion Lost. Man, even I yeah. like those. Yeah, Legion Lost. I don't later. give yeah, those a are... crap about the Legion. <laughs> I t- <laughs> I'm Bouncing Boy, like... and I'm Saturn Boy, and I'm Karate Kid. Uh, it's Saturn Girl. Oh. Whatever. Come on. Oh. They're they're cute. They're cute. Uh-huh. Um, did you guys did you guys see Captain Marvel yet? No, I did. Yes, Joe has. I have not. No spoilers. How did you feel? Uh, oh no, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. But I just that's just where my head is at in terms of nerd stuff. I had like a nerd self care day yesterday where I just read comics and took myself to the movies. Nice. <laughs> How did you feel? What are pretty- your What are your feelings? Um, I liked it. I, I like, and it was it was funny. Like I left feeling like really positive, and then it was only afterwards that I've like. I like actually looked at some of the criticism of it and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, that could be better. I'll be curious if, uh, Bobby, the nitpicker calls in and, and, and has, has his gripes. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward uh, to that. Oh, he's home sharpening his teeth right now. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If I know that guy, he definitely is, but, um, no, 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 I dug it. It's, it's just, it's really odd. It has like a really nineties. It's like nineties in, in a way that some people might like it. Some people might, might not like, 
you know what I mean? Like it, it feels a little bit like a '90s action movie. Like if you like, if you like, you like Clueless, you will like this movie. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I, I Maybe not Clueless, but I, I was almost like it just the, some of the way the action is. Like uh, it, it just has a oh, this has it does have a little bit of a throwback sensibility. But some people might take that for dated. Gotcha. At least in like in, at least in some of the early early parts, you know. Gotcha. Um, one of my one of my friends called it low stakes, and I was like. Ah. I don't know. I think, you know, the stakes are, are cool. And you know what I mean? Like it's tough when infinity war is coming out next month to yeah, like, yeah. really like pull the stops out in terms of the, the stakes of, of what's going to happen in, in one. But I thought, I thought, you know, it had personal stakes and, um, and yeah, and she's, she's not as, I was kind of worried about, um, her portrayal. Cause the trailers, I think she's very stiff. They don't really hint at her personality. And I was, um, and part of that is because of the the plot of the movie, but um, which I, I won't give anything away. But I was I was encouraged that like a personality starts to come out in in the movie, and and she's really different than than the portrayals of some of the other Marvel characters. I'm really curious what she's going to be like in the context of an Avengers movie. Yeah, because cool. yeah. like she has yeah, she's not like wacky. She has like a dry sense of humor. She's like kind of like an oddball. She's she doesn't quip like Tony Stark. You know, she's not. That's yeah, good. Like she just that's has like good, a different. Though. She has a really different thing. Yeah, that's good because we've got enough of that. Yeah, the Marvel the Marvel yeah. movies are full to the brim with guys that are witty quipsters back and forth. You sure. know, like it's yeah. uh, good. I'm glad she's no nonsense and she's like serious. I'm going tomorrow, so I don't know. But awesome. I'm excited. Well, well, I I expect next week will be the the call, the Colin and Black full spoilerific. Next week we'll do it. Full Awesome. That we sounds great. We can all call in and be right, like, Eric. I wish she would have smiled a little more. You know? <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, there's that, like, can't a there's girl a just great, be pretty? I mean, come on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a great, there's a great moment. There's a couple great moments specifically yes. of that, addressing yes. that kind of vibe. Nice. So, uh, yeah. and, oh, man. Look, I know that it's not for everybody, but I loved the soundtrack because it's like, 10th grade Joe Patrick. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, yeah, like, here's was, Elastica there, and Nirvana. <laughs> oh, Ketner, yeah, before you go, was, on a totally unrelated yeah. note, have you seen Godfathers of Hardcore yet? The Agnostic Front documentary. No, oh, no. I totally have to. God, go. you have got to see it. Like, I got misty while I watched it three times. Uh, it is incredible. Oh, Showtime put it out. They, I would watch a show where they just follow Vinny Stigma around on the street in New York all day long. <laughs> He is ridiculous. Everybody loves him. And he's just like, crotchety old Vinny. I'm from fucking New York, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, what so great. Days, I'll, I'll, oh. I'll, have tell you, I'll have to tell you my John Joseph stories because he was a regular at the restaurant that I worked at. Oh, man. So, like, yes, we are so going to have that I conversation. I fuck the freaking John Joseph about screenwriting all the time, you know? <laughs> I'm writing a movie about a boxer. Yeah, it's... We will have Great. that conversation. Sure, you need sure. to watch that documentary. Oh my God, you will freak yeah, I'll, out. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out, dude. Um, awesome. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll call you guys uh, next week to gab some more about Captain Marvel. And oh, and I might have a comic announcement Ooh, uh, coming pretty soon. Very yeah. good. Look got, who's working got a, again, huh? Yeah, got <laughs> got a got a got a pitch out there. Got a little traction. Maybe nice. I'll, I'll I'll have some news. Hopefully in the next few weeks. Very right. cool. Get Very to cool. work. So you can announce it here first. Right. Exclusive. We'll talk to you soon. Kat. All right. See you, buddy. Later, guys. Bye. All right. We got to get to these damn voicemails. Yeah, we do. Good Lord. 
so <laughs> poor cat he called uh he left three messages because <laughs> he kept trying to get through and couldn't well that's uh, i mean you know yeah, yeah goes, man. you know what i'm gonna just mark we them had as had get hank on here I'm so we can scream at us for since we talked to him in person little kids picking fights with me yeah. uh so first one's gonna be from um we're doing this one hi this is marcus uh, i was wondering what you guys' favorite uh steven seagal film was thanks bye out for justice the one where he beats up the magic reggae guru uh, there's like magic Rastafarians. They're like voodoo Rastafarians. It was so, the script is so bad. Are they like the urban free flow gang from Punisher Wars? <laughs> sort of, yes. But they're like, they're like this drug running Rastafarian group and they have like voodoo and like Africa magic because we're written by white people that don't know shit about this culture. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are they Haitian or Jamaican or African? If they were, they... <laughs> They were Rasta. That's all I can okay. tell you. Like it was so bad. But there is a scene, and I hate Steven Seagal, and I will take Jean Claude Van Damme any day of the week over that. Well, guy. yeah. But there is a scene where he goes into a bar and he puts a pool ball in a sock and he beats up three hundred people with it, <laughs> and it is just a ridiculously violent '90s scene. Oh man, I loved Alfred Justice. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a Steven Seagal movie, so I will say Under Siege because it's the only one Under that Siege I remember. Is great. Under Siege is really good. It's on the boat. Tommy Lee Jones was the bad guy. Hey, and, there you go. Like Under Siege was a legit good movie. Is it? And I don't think we get to judge Under Siege as a Steven Seagal film uh, because Steven can't Seagal we? is more responsible for making terrible garbage. Movies. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. It's good to hear from you again. <laughs> Scott Clark. Steven Seagal is a garbage person, too. I have heard that, yeah. He is a garbage person. And uh, now I think he's not hanging out with Sheriff Joe anymore because Sheriff Joe disrespected Native Americans. Mexicans, they can go to hell. But Native Americans, <laughs> that's where Steven Seagal draws the line. Yeah. You know? right. <laughs> Idiot. He's a reborn Indian or something, too, now. So he's like a samurai and an Indian. Wow. And a ninja. He's all over the place. Maybe he needs to be rebooted. Yeah. No, he needs a serious reboot. He needs new writers. That's for certain. All right. Where are we at here? Uh, while you're calling that up, Thomas Branch says, if I have to choose my favorite fresh start, it would be Warren Ellis's Iron Man Extremist storyline. Whoa. Made Tony Stark relevant and interesting again. That was really good. good pick, yeah. It was a very good one. Solid. We've got horns here. Fanfare. Prepare for the triumphant return of Scott Clark. <laughs> hey, Joe and Matt. This is Scott from Calgary Falls, Ohio, calling in for the question of the week. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. It has been. Life, you know? But, anyways, um, the question of the week uh, fresh starts. So, um, I got one word for you. Uh, maybe two. It depends on your interpretation. New Universal. It was about probably about a year ago when I professed my love on this very show for the new universe. I know it was poorly written and I knew it was poorly drawn, but at the same time, I love that the stuff. Old I loved Marvel it. New universe? So when Warren Ellis he decided to give us his take on it, yeah. oh my god, it was fantastic. It was good. Uh, he took one of the lamest characters in the new universe, Nightmask, and made her a badass. Yeah, I loved his take on Justice, John Tenson. A cop that was shot in the head and put into a coma, only to wake up during, due to the white event to seek out justice on anyone that was guilty. Unfortunately for everyone around him, no one's really innocent, are they? Oh. So there's that. But anyways, um, yeah, 
I I absolutely loved it. And then we got like two issues of the ongoing series, or at least I thought it was the ongoing series. And I remember reading a, a, a letter in the back, and it said basically that uh, Warren Ellis had like a whole year planned out for this stuff. Yeah. And then uh, he had his hard drive crash, uh, destroying all the script that he had already oh, written no. for it. Um, and then it simply went away. Yeah, it did. It's <laughs> so sad. Bad. It was probably one of my fre- uh, favorite fresh starts I've ever read in my entire life. New Universal. I like to think like Warren um, Ellis was in the middle of a on a side note. Just walked out I of the have room. seen uh, Captain Marvel. I was a little <laughs> disappointed, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I would put it around say Iron Man two or Iron Man three. It was about that good. Um, of course, now. If you want to see a really good review about it, what you want to do is go to YouTube and in the search engine put, um, well, Jeremy Johns or even Chris Duckman. But if you want to see a really bad review about it uh, with some guy, uh, some old guy in his car uh, stammering and stuttering his way through a review, then what you want to do is watch my channel. Uh, <laughs> just search for Scott Clark. Uh, that's C-L-A-R-K-E. I'm the Scott Clark that has a Captain America Lego avatar. So you won't be able to miss me. Gotcha. But anyways, guys, I'm going to get out of here. So I hope that you guys are well, and I miss you, and I love you, and I'll talk oh, to you guys later. Oh, thanks, Scott. We missed you. Warren Ellis' new Universal was kick-ass. Yeah, I remember really and enjoying then it. Then it vanished. It yes, literally vanished. It did. And I like I I don't know if you guys heard me, but I was telling Joe, I picture Warren Ellis and he's like pitching the rest of like the Star Brand story, and he's got Kickers Incorporated coming up, and it's gonna be Hold on, I'll be right back. And then he just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Warren, what, wait, that sounds awesome. Where'd he go? <laughs> he just faded uh he just faded away like He didn't uh, have the balls to do Kickers Incorporated. He just faded away like Marty McFly's brother and sister. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, he, he disappeared from the Polaroid. Yeah. It was a whole thing. All right, we got one more here. Yeah, he didn't have the balls to do Kickers Incorporated. That's my only complaint. I would have loved to I read. just think he just didn't get around to it. I would have loved to have read Warren Ellis' Kickers Incorporated. <laughs> he, did spit, he did Spitfire and the Troubleshooters. Yeah, they were there, and they were pretty cool. It may have just been the Spitfire. But, I mean, the Troubleshooters were there, but I don't think they named them like that. Yeah. Mm. Hey, nerds, it's BS3. I'm actually uh, out in the streets in Brooklyn right now, and uh, you haven't had a man on the street segment so, uh, for a while, so I thought I'd step up. There's no uh, uh, Anthony from Brooklyn visible, but I'm also noticing the impossibility of superheroes to actually get around in the city. Like, Skyline uh, isn't all skyscrapers that are, you know, 30 feet apart, so I don't know how Batman and Spidey get around. Really jump, and Batmobiles you know? no help either. Because uh, nobody can drive anywhere. Anyways, uh, question of the week. Uh, question of the week, I actually need some feedback. Uh, so I, I'm still thinking back to uh, DC one year later as a, a, a reset. And I loved it at the time. But I don't know if I'm alone in that. Can you chime in for me and tell me whether or not it actually was good? Because I feel like it was the last time where I was really on a cliffhanger of what was going to happen week to week in comics. But uh, uh, that's my ideal reset, I guess. Right, be well, nerds. See you later. It kind of sounds like he was running from homeless people. While they recorded that. <laughs> 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 they're, they're catching up. We gotta go. I'm, okay, I gotta all talk to you guys. Later. Okay. <laughs> uh, so one million was awesome. No, we, one year later, not oh, one, one year later. Sorry, one year later uh, was fun. So uh, for those of you that don't know, one year later uh, was kind of a, a, a line-wide theme, not necessarily a storyline. Um, there was Infinite Crisis, right. 
right? Uh, which was the big cosmic event at the time. Uh, the universe got slightly messed with. In a nutshell, Infinite Crisis was so goddamn weird, they had no choice but to go, okay, uh, let's just jump a year into the future. No, and no. We'll, that'll buy us some time to figure out what in the blue hell no. Grant Morrison You're thinking just, of Final Crisis. Just wrote. You're not. No, you're talking no, about Jeff an Johns. incorrect... Jeff Johns wrote Infinite Crisis. You're thinking of Final Crisis. Yeah. Infinite Crisis is not weird. It's a very straightforward... Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, superhero okay. action story. Sorry. Um, so at the end of Infinite Crisis, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman decide to take a year off because of reasons. Um, Vacation, baby. And then all of the DC books uh, pick up one year later. Right. And things have happened, and you don't know exactly what. Characters are in different situations right. costumes have changed uh and it was just kind of a fun exciting like oh what's going on with like oh what's going on with that guy you know uh and and trying to piece together like what had happened uh to these various characters and i'm sure it depended on what what book you know and what was going on and who was writing that book but um i remember really liking the robin one yeah it was um, awesome. robin was great nightwing uh, was really good too i don't remember the one year later nightwing very much um, but yeah, it, it was just this fun. Trying to, there was another one. There. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what was great. Um, James Robinson took over Batman and Detective for a storyline uh, called Face the Face. Yeah, that was really good. Where uh, Two Face was cured and he became a good guy. Yeah, uh, and it did not work out. Nope. Uh, it's great. It was really good. It's great. And that was one year later. Yeah. Um, and then there was 52, the weekly series that was like, here's what happened in that year. Right. It filled in the... While Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman were like, fuck off, Earth. Right. Was it called 52? Sorry, Hank. It wasn't called 52. It was called 52. Was it? Yes. It was a weekly series called 52. Okay. It was written by Mark Wade, Jeff Johns, Greg Rucka. Oh, yeah. And it filled in the blank. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was great until we got to the crime Bible. It was great till we got to the crime Bible. That was stupid. Yeah. That was dumb. Yep. And then they killed the elongated man, which was dumb too. But he had it coming. I guess he had it he coming. He had it coming. <laughs> Ted, he had it coming. That's buddy. the blue beetle. Yeah. <laughs> Ted is the blue beetle. But he also died at the beginning. Ralph. 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 Yeah. He had it coming, Ralph. Boy, how, how long have you been reading comics, youngster? Long time. <laughs> okay. I'm on a lot of caffeine. Yeah. Woo. All right. Can we please end Let's the get show? To our answers. Let's get to our answers. Okay. Thank you. Your, re, your, your rebirth. Uh, my Restart. favorite fresh start is definitely, uh, the DC universe following crisis on infinite earths, which was basically like a clean slate. Yep. Uh, the multiverse has collapsed into one. The justice society has always been here. Superman is kind of brand new to the scene. Um, it, very similar to like what happened with the new 52, uh, is that like a lot of the longer lasting characters just had their histories gently massaged. Right. Um, but like you got stuff like Superman had never been Superboy. He was the only Kryptonian. Um, uh, 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 there was a new Justice League. Uh, Wonder Woman was reintroduced for the first time as a brand new character. Uh, the origin of the Justice League was different. Like Black Canary was a founding member instead of Wonder Woman. All these kind of new and exciting changes. Wally West was the Flash. Yeah. Um, and it was just a great... Uh, post-crisis DC is what really like kind of cemented my love of those characters and that company. And I just wish they'd stop shitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. can't stop just, shitting yeah, on it. Yeah, just quit pooping on that Sorry, stuff. Hank. I loved it. Sorry, I meant pooping. Uh, mine, my favorite, 
and I'm not going to go as big. I'm going to go a little smaller. Sure. But it's Abnett and Lanning re like just breathing life into the Marvel Cosmic Universe. Great with one. Annihilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Annihilation is really where we got the Guardians of the Galaxy that we recognize today. Uh, they, I believe, yeah, they formed in the wake of Annihilation. Annihilation Conquest number six is when we first saw the Guardians that we know, that team mm-hmm. that's in the movies and stuff. Right. These guys brought them together. And not just that. They they brought Nova back, and it was so Did Abbott good. and Lanning write Annihilation, or did Keith Giffen write Annihilation? They all did. They wrote it together. Okay. Like They all worked on different parts of it. Keith Giffen was like Oh, he may have written the one shot, yeah. the, the kickoff one shot. No, I think he wrote the first series, that first Annihilation series. Okay. I'm pretty sure. We'll never know. Yeah, there's no way to know, yeah. really. Uh, God, there was, but but Abner and Landing, yeah, Landing that like they kind of the revived they, and like all these characters like Nova. Moon Dragon and Drax and Nova and like these stupid Ronan, you know, like these stupid character Ronan that is Ronan these stupid characters that we had not cared about Bronan Bronan in years and years and years and all of a sudden they made the Marvel like cosmic universe cool again mm-hmm. Beta Ray Bill showed up and stuff like old wacky cosmic characters all of a sudden had serious weight yeah and they sort of like changed the direction of the marvel universe with this stuff really they brought cosmic back to marvel at a time where it was really frowned upon everything it's so had been... strange because it was so well received mm-hmm. and yet it was also constantly fighting for its life yeah. because those books were not huge sellers no um they and i just, know they had a cult following yeah yeah and they kept getting canceled and restarted and canceled and restarted. And they had, fu- they finally, this ended with one of the most successful Marvel movies of all time with a team that nobody knew anything about, basically, right. outside of like super nerds. You know, I mean, Rocket Friggin' Raccoon. Right. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah know, no, like, it's true. Groot and whatnot. I mean, oh, that, that rebirth of the Marvel Cosmic Universe by Giffen, Lanning, Abnett and Lanning. Oh my God. They were just amazing. Great and, answer. Yeah. And he was just uh, had to fight for its life to even live. It's true. It so good. It's true. All right. We got a new question of the week for these nerds. Set it up. All right. This week's question comes from James Kaplan. What's a comic that you love that most people don't really know or don't particularly care about? The Trouble with Girls. That's, uh, <laughs> that would be one of them. Look it up. I actually, I don't know if I ever read an issue of The Trouble Me with neither. Girls. Yeah. It's Corbin Fodder. It was like the detective named Girls, right? His last name was Girls. I think it was something like something that. Something like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We'll do it next week right here on the show. We're going to do full spoilerific reviews of Captain Marvel. I'm going to hear it next week. Bobby, I hope your teeth are sharp and you're ready to bite, brother. We got to get out of here. Thank you to everybody yeah, that called in. It was a ton of fun. You can call us at any time and leave us a message at 402-819-4894. You can send us an email. You can. TwoHeadedNerd at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. <laughs> Hank's, Hank's favorite fresh start is Red Hood. <laughs> it's the, it's the comeback of the start, Red Hood. Hank, okay? Come on, man. Hank, you got to call us again, man. That was too fun. Too fun. All right, we got to get We're out We're going to try to clean up our potty mouths. This is the Two-Headed Nerd. Signing the frig off. Huh? There we go. Frig. <laughs>